Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Sit back, center yourself very deeply, and get ready to listen to a very powerful conversation we're going to be speaking with a powerful woman about a very, very powerful, powerful Immaculate Heart. She wears a thousand names, thousands of skin tones, thousands of costumes to represent her being patroness of deserts, mountains, stars, streams, and oceans. If there are more than six billion people on earth, then thereby she comes to us in literally billions of images, yet at her center is only one great Immaculate Heart. She will share her breath with you, when we feel we've lost ours. She will warm you when you are cold and cool you down when you are too hot, in emotion, in spirit, in mind, in ideation, in desire, in judgment, in the creative life of the soul. She tells you to be gentle, but she will tell you to be friendly but never tame. All you have to do is heart call, and she will make her way through walls and across water, under mountains and through iron or gilded bars to make herself known. If anything, Blessed Mother is indeed the ultimate friend to the friendless one. In this moment, I'd like to offer to you a prayer for and to and over the crown of your life that is offered by our guest this evening. Sit back and take this in. We lift you up so your soul can be seen by Mother Mercy, she who checks doorways, sees through cracks, and into corners where souls often hide seeking refuge. She is, who is the Immaculate Heart sees you easily, greets you warmly, remembers you with love. For she is the mirror of heaven, the tower of ivory, obsidian blade, star of the waters, seat of wisdom. We lift you up so Blessed Mother can see all that you need now in order to bring goodness and contentment, healing and help, understanding and love to you and to your beloveds in every possible way. And especially, may all these be given to you in ways you can most easily see and understand and in ways you can put to immediate good use. We lift you up because you were knitted up in your earthly mother's womb by one greater, not only born already blessed, but also born as a blessing on all of us. Do not forget this, for we have not forgotten you and neither and never has your great mother. 
Let you walk now forward into this day, both deeply blessed and blessing others with the magnitude of our Holy Mother's love. Amen. This is from Blessed Mother's Immaculate Love for the Wild Soul. The book is entitled, Untie the Strong Woman. After the publishing sensation of Women Who Run with the Wolves, her New York Times best-selling book that sold over a million copies, internationally recognized scholar, award-winning poet, Jungian psychoanalyst, and cantadora, Dr. Clarissa Pincola Estes now returns with her first major work in nearly two decades. Untie the Strong Woman, Blessed Mother's Immaculate Love for the Wild Soul, produced by Sounds True. As in Women Who Run with the Wolves, storytelling remains a major touchstone in Dr. Estes' work, with Untie the Strong Woman being a mosaic, part memoir, part archetypal storytelling, part love letter to the divine feminine that holds us all. And I can tell you, as I picked up this book and I read it, by page four, my eyes were filled with tears and my heart was full. This is a beautiful tribute, a beautiful prayer, and most definitely a love letter to the Blessed Mother to call her into your space and to call her into your life and to allow her to step into your own broken heart. I'd like to welcome Dr. Clarissa Pincola Estes to 1111 Talk Radio. Hello. Oh, it's so good to be with you again. And it's you so- did a beautiful voice prayer for all of us, over all of us, lifting us all up. The prayer you just read, Simran, from my book, you you prayed it beautifully. Thank you. Well, thank you. And all of those words that came before were from this wonderful book, and it does really feel like a letter of love. When I read through this, when I look at the pictures, when I see that the wonderful prayers that are in here and read your own story and memories of your grandmother and your ancestors and growing up, tell me, tell me what this was for you. Because oftentimes writers, we, we really write for ourselves first. What was this for you? Uh, writing Untie the Strong Woman book uh, took several years. And I would say that, you know, uh, it takes courage to write the truth about the holy when there are so many people in the world who um, are so deeply in need of a way of understanding, imagining the holy. And there are a few people in the world who say, only this way can you understand and only this other way and no other way. And uh, I felt that the Holy Mother breaks all those boundaries, that you cannot tie her down into one idea, and especially one image, one skin color, one language, one look, one visitation, that she's everywhere. Uh, It took, um, you know, the evidence kept piling up over the years that um, people, uh, the human race, uh, cannot go forward without a mother. That the father of the culture and so on can be good or not so good, depending. But the the suppression of the holiness of the mother is an additional suffering that need not be because mother carries in her all balance, all peace, all harmony, all cycles, and those cycles come in harmony, and they're teachers to us. 
then however mother is portrayed rather uh, whether as a mm, being that gives birth and goes through the cycles of blood and not blood uh, whether she's portrayed as a being who goes through these cycles of entire woman's life of menstruation and then menopause with childbearing in the midst uh, or not or whether she comes as the bearer of the holy who brings the principles that could not be allowed to perish from the face of this earth such as care for the least of the least understanding mercy for those who have suffered so either by their own choices or by twists of fate Holy Mother will lead guide them to someone and something it may not be everything and everyone but it's something and somewhere that will help by the principles of Holy Mother to heal up and be strengthened again and go forward in full creative life so also evidence over and over and over again when I would ask people, what is your daily practice with the holy, with the sacred, with the center, with the one, with the source without source, without, with, with that which is larger than yourself? Often people would say they did not have one, that mm-hmm. they did not know one even more so, or that they did long ago, but especially if it was oriented toward a particular church that someone had used knowledge of religiosity to actually do harm to others in one way or another. And so that would throw away Holy Mother with the abuse or the intrusion that they had suffered long ago, often as children. And the evidence kept mounting that the suppression of the Holy Mother doesn't occur only because people want to make fun of or ridicule the Holy, that she's turned away by uh, acts of cruelty toward other people that say that they, if they do not believe in X, Y, or Z way, in other words, that they are not worthy of praise. They are not worthy of um, following. They are not worthy of being in the arms of Holy Mother. And that is wrong also. That's deeply wrong. The other factor is that I noticed having friends of all religious backgrounds as well as who are atheists, that goodness does not come because you're a religious person or you're a spiritual Person, that goodness comes because goodness comes. It is endemic that the traits of the mother, of the Holy Mother, uh, regardless of what one calls her, or even if one says, I don't, I don't acknowledge those kinds of things, that the traits actually are set into each of us at birth. Mercy, love, forgiveness, boundaries, love, and limits that all of these things are set into us. Um, I see them as holy, even though someone who is an atheist, for instance, only sees them as 
different than that. They would see them as good conduct or as the way to live, or they don't wrap it in the same poetry that that I would, for instance. So, so I kept seeing evidence over and over again, and then because I come from two families, one a Mexican family and the other an Eastern European family, I also saw the diversion and the suppression of Holy Mother uh, in my own time, particularly amongst the Eastern Europeans who were part of uh, Stalin's Soviet Union when he literally banned Holy Mother, said no one would be allowed to see her, talk to her, speak to her, pray to her, ask after her, praise her, guard her, that he closed down every single church that had an icon of her, made it into either an office or a museum um, with tours explaining why people were foolish to have once believed in Holy Mother, on her beautiful little child of love, on the Holy Family and all of the saints, and witnessing that through my own family, my own adopted family, made me realize that the suppression of the Holy goes on generation after generation. And I wanted to do something to raise her up above the waterline in a way that I hoped would nourish people and help them to remember that she belongs to them and they belong to her no matter what any culture, any religion, or any individual says to them to the contrary. And my guest today is Dr. Clarissa Pincola Estes. She does not approach the Blessed Mother from a theological point of view, but from a personal one. Through stories, poetry, teachings, and blessings, Dr. Estes helps readers recognize the many ways in which the Blessed Mother, Seat of Wisdom, Our Lady of Guadalupe, La Nuestra Señora, appears in our lives. Untie the Strong Woman was written from personal witness to help both men and women reconnect with the profound, steady, and immaculate love of the Blessed Mother. All cultures have an archetype of a holy woman who is also a mother, and through Dr. Estes' use of the many images of the Blessed Mother throughout the world, we see she is the quintessential mother. She is known by many names and has many faces, all of which are visited in this book. Winged Guardian, Girl Gang Leader, Healing Force, Sender of Signs, Saver of Lives, Lifter of Spirits, Hope for the Despairing, and Grand Protectress, among others. Blessed Mother is the one who births love into the world, and she is the force of fierce compassion that is always present, always holding us, and always available. Again, my guest is Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Estes, and the book is entitled Untie the Strong Woman, Blessed Mother's Immaculate Love for the Wild Soul. You can get this from Sounds True, and you can also connect to Dr. Estes at her own website, which I'll mention during the next break. We'll be right back with Dr. Pinkola Estes. Your online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 
11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll free at 1 866 472 5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. My guest is Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Estes, and the book is entitled Untie the Strong Woman. It is a wonderful mosaic of personal memoir along with prayers, beautiful images, storytelling, just an amazing book and such a gift to give oneself in a world that is often heart-stopping in horror and breathtaking in beauty, but too often scraped down to the bone by those who leak scorn with such soul-sick pride. It is the Blessed Mother who is so unspeakably gracious with brilliant inspirations that pour into us if we listen, if we watch for them. All we have to do is ask, and she will be there in ways that we may see and feel immediately, or we may have to reach toward her, apprehending her in a new, not at first completely comfortable way. These are words directly from Untie the Strong Woman, and if you have not ever read Clarissa Pinkola Estes' work before, you will be gripped by the heart, just by the passion that comes through the words. I I just stayed riveted with so many of the passages in here because I love the writing uh, and in the way that she expresses, and I think it really touches the soul. Dr. Estes, in this, you talk about how important it is for us to see the human dimensions of the Blessed Mother. Why is that so important, especially right now? Uh, you know, the, uh, to elevate some of the holy people so that they are not human. They were human. They are saints. They are the holy people. They are the end-all and be-all of what it means to be a human in one way, of what one can aim or strive toward. We will never be able, most of us, to complete that. As I'm fond of saying I will rise up every morning thinking today I will be saintly, I will try, and then I ruin it all by <laughs> the middle of the morning <laughs> by, by, oh, I don't know, you know, being annoyed about something or <laughs> whatever it is. And, and yet, and yet, the holy people everywhere in the world, they carry the principles of right conduct in the world, in actual life, 
get down dirty life right down in the grit daily life school work home finances the the way that we live wherever we live it doesn't matter where we live or how we live but the principles of right conduct are carried by the holy people and if they weren't available to us humanly in other words if there wasn't a human side to the holy people um, or an earthly side, let me put it that way more so, then it would be only um, something that we could never reach. We could ne- it would not be an exemplar. I think the holy exemplars are the ultimate, to tell you the truth. I, there are people that I admire and that you admire, too, I think, that, that they are incredibly admirable, and they're lovable, and they're darling, and they're precious. And we hold them close to us and protect them and help them and do everything we can for them. And and yet there is an archetype that comes through the holy people like Holy Mother that is bigger than any human being could be. And the capacity, apparently, I would say, that a human has, a mere human like me, like you, has is to recognize the numinous, to recognize the archetypal, to literally be awestruck by it in its fullness when it appears to us or visits us or comes into us in our dreams or suddenly flashes through a real actual human being in front of us who acts for a moment angelically or acts for a moment as Holy Mother or as Great Source without Source, just for a moment that even though we recognize it and often are transformed on the spot, by it, we cannot become that full time. That belongs and is that to what you mean? Realm. Because you say in here that yet she survived in us and for us. So is that what you mean? She shows up in us when we do reach those small points of of doing something miraculous or or really reaching out to someone in a certain way that is very saintly. I I think that uh, th- this is what I th- this is my personal thought. Holy Mother and the holy people look for opportunities to flow through. And when a person has allowed themselves to be in the realm of holy, in the realm the thought system, the attitude, the prayerfulness of holiness, often the holy people can flow through us. We say things, speak things, think things, create things that are way beyond our usual capacity way beyond. And we may be surprised sometimes when Holy Mother speaks through us, because that's not what we intended to say at all. I intended to say something entirely, entirely, entirely different. And I'll give you an example that happened just last night. I went to buy a winter jacket because my old jacket, well, I spilled bleach on the arm of it when I was working in the garage, and I, I mean, it, it look, I look really disreputable <laughs> when I wear it. And um, so I thought, I, I'll go buy one. So I went to this um, Ross Dress for Less place, and, and I, found, I found the jacket, and I brought it to the cashier, and I was checking it out, and I noticed her hands really, really worn, really thick, like a man's hands, like she'd been doing construction. She's an older woman. And um, I said to her, how are your hands doing? And she said, they really hurt. And I said, what's what's going on? And she said, well, I'm trying to build something. Uh, 
and as it turned out, her husband and she had been remodeling the house, and he suddenly died a couple months ago. Mm. And she has several children, and she's trying to rebuild her, you know, her house. And she she said, um, "The the my hands are, just feel so sore." And I just reached across the counter, and I took a hold of both her hands in one of mine. And you have to understand. My hands have been injured now for several weeks because I fell down, and I fell on my hands. I fell outdoors, and so my hands have gradually been getting better. And but I gripped her hands with a strength I don't actually right now have in my hand. Mm. And I could feel the heat course through my body into her hands, and she and it was as though the world fell away. I mean, there were people in line behind me. There were other cashiers. There were little children running around. You know, I was in a store where there are a lot of people from Somalia, so a lot of immigrant people, and their beautiful scarves and their beautiful clothes and their beautiful little accents and so forth. And uh, I just held on to her hands, and she looked into my eyes, and I, I felt like I could see down into the deepest part of her, and I just said, just know you'll have the strength to do what you need to do. Hmm. Because you talk about the wild soul and you talk about how the Holy Mother comes and 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 really that Holy Mother is loving us back to life. So the, the woman whose hands you gripped and, and whatever was going on within her, that's the wild soul to make waiting. You do things to others. <laughs> I would put it. I had no intention when I'm going up there with my measly little jacket <laughs> that I look at, you know, it's a little bit on the thin side and I'm hoping it's warm enough. I'm going up there with my little jacket. The last thing in my mind is I'm going to reach across and touch a stranger. You know? But that's what occurred and it felt, I felt that familiar nudge go to go touch her, touch her hands, touch them. And there's a part of me always that goes, oh, no, oh, you know, no, 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 who, me, what? Oh, my God, what if she starts screaming and calls security? <laughs> <laughs> there's a part, little teeny part that goes, oh, my God, it's improprietous. Don't do that. That's a stranger. But Holy Mother makes you bold. Holy Mother says, touch her hands and how could you not this worn swollen hands of a mother who has several children who's trying to complete shelter enough that she and her now deceased husband start so holy mother will come at times that you may not realize she's going to come she will enact through you something that is not you. I'm too paltry, too small. But she will send her care, her mercy, her love through you. And can you do that with every soul on earth? No, I don't. I'm not sure you can because it, it takes energy. It takes neurology of the body. I can feel it afterwards that something has left me personally in order to give that to another, and it will be replenished within a very short amount of time. But the point is, I think, that Holy Mother will come through us if we remain open to it, and particularly if we, if I could use this word, 
it's a loaded word for some people, but obey. If we will obey her in the sense of do as she asks. And let's talk a little bit more about that word in the next segment. I'm with Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Estes. The book is entitled Untie the Strong Woman, Blessed Mother's Immaculate Love for the Wild Soul. You can connect to her at mavenproductions.com, also clarissapinkolaestes.com, and you can also find out more about the book at Sounds True. Uh, too often the only relationship we've been taught or offered to have with the Blessed Mother is either none through silence about her rich bloodline with us or one in which we have agreed to bind her down into a small and handable form. Dr. Estes offers a way to comprehend her and be close to her. And you can just listen to these words to understand how. The exotic locale is not necessary to apprehend her. She is found in a shard of glass, in a broken curb, in a hurt heart, and in any soul knowing or unknowing, yet crazy in love with the mysteries, with the divine spark, the creative fire, and not quite so in love with the mundane and petty challenges only. Think of her not in the ways you've been told or sold. Rather, seek her with your own eyes without blinders and your own heart without shudders. Look low instead of high. Look right under your nose. She comes in many guises and disguises, hidden right out in the open, and you will know her immediately by her immaculate and undivided heart for humanity. We'll be right back with Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Estes. Be extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Untie the Strong Woman, this work, is formed especially to let any soul who longs towards her, with her, dreams towards her, towards the Sacred Mother, to know they are surrounded by fellow travelers who do not believe she walks with us. From our bones outward, we who are fellow travelers know her and experience her up front and cheek to cheek. We are, together, 
all of us, the sparkling flashes of light on her ocean of love. We are together, the flashing of innumerable stars on her mantle. You are not alone. We are together, with and within her, the Blessed Mother. This is Untie the Strong Woman with Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Estes. You can connect with her at mavenproductions.com or clarissapinkolaestes.com. Dr. Estes, I would like to ask you, what happened next in the scenario where you, where you grabbed uh, the young woman's hands? Was there any experience that followed? Well, you know, it's one of those moments where when you lock eyes, you suddenly don't feel like you are separate and you feel from one another and you feel as though you know each other across time, not just today, but since, since forever. Behind me, standing in line, was a woman from Africa who was dressed in a brilliant purple scarf. And she had been telling her friend who was with her that the rug she was buying, which was brilliant yellow, was uh, she was buying it because it would be like having the sun on her wall, that she was going to hang this rug. It's like a shag rug that normally you would put in a bathroom. But it was. It was brilliantly beautiful yellow um, that she's going to hang it on the wall like the sun and she was I, as I turned I, letting go of the woman's hands I saw that she was holding the rug up toward me and she said you should have this and I'm telling you it was a moment that you think that the world cracked open and we were on another planet she began to sing a little song that I can't tell you either the words. She's perhaps Ethiopian or maybe from Somalia. Um, a little tiny song. And she says, I'm singing a lullaby for both your hands. She doesn't mm. know my hands are injured. No, no. She only knows, supposedly, only what she has seen, but she's saying sing a song for both your hands. For both, because because your hands also were weakened, and the right. so Holy Mother was coming through her as well. Absolutely. Straight through. Straight through. Holy Mother is known as she who is clothed with the sun. That has been one of her appellations for mm. thousands of years. And I was just, um, I was just humbled. I, I'm just, I just felt thankful. You know, humble really means to to feel so grateful in the moment and and to be so centered in the godhead rather than you know mundane life or your own self or what that's how it was in that moment and and we were all smiling afterward you know we were all like suddenly so happy and nobody said a word about holy mother but i think we all had sense in our own way each in our own way that Mother had come to all of us just because we were in need of some sort. So there it is. And um, some people would say, well, you know, you, you could explain that. You know, it, you know, it just happened that way and it's no big deal. And okay, fine. It's no big deal. It is no big deal in a way. Holy Mother's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Probably no big deal. <laughs> But the fact that it uh, moves you 
on it changes your heart. Light lifts you into a finer-tuned sense of what this world really is and what it is for to help each other when we can. And we can't help everyone, but when there is someone like that right in front of us, often we can. Not always, but often. So within our reach, a Holy Mother comes to us. The Memorare, which I wrote about in Untie the Strong Woman, is one of the most beautiful ancient prayers that remains pretty well intact. And the first part is remember. Memorare means remember, as in a command. It's not like, let us remember. It's like, remember, remember. Listen to me. Remember, remember, most gracious, holy mother, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection or implored thy help or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Never has it been known that anyone who asked did not receive from her. And that's my life experience. That doesn't mean my life is perfect. It's been the agonistas in many, many ways during several times in life that I wasn't sure I would survive. And you talk about that, Dr. Estes, um, and, and I have always felt that myself, that there's great power in the broken heart. I've always felt that our power really rests in our pain, that our treasure really is anchored deeply within our heart, but we have to be willing to go into that cracked, broken place at times to find it. And you speak that way about reaching the Blessed Mother, that she's really in those places which, although painful, can also be the biggest blessing and most beautiful if we allow that. There's a, for sure, there's a diamond in the middle of a wound. There is. Uh, I hate almost to say it because it can, uh, it's certainly not the thing to say the moment an injury occurs. The moment an injury occurs, one has to tend to the injury and to the soul and the heart and the mind and the spirit with regard to that injury. But in time, there will be a learning that will come. There will be, first of all, there will be a calling that comes from the wound. You'll see that. that in every way that we're wounded, we're called. We're called to help others. We're called to learn so much about that wound, to turn it inside out, and certainly to heal it to the best of our ability, that we will be able to become, you might say, an expert in that area, one of the living voices on earth that can actually speak sincerely and authentically about what it all really means to be harmed or hurt in such a way, and understand it in others who have been hurt or harmed Similarly, that is not learned out of a book, that is not learned out of protocol, that is not learned because someone told you to say these words, whatever they are, but comes straight from the soul, which is the greatest kind of healing that can possibly be. There's technical healing and there's soul healing. And the most profound and powerful is to use both. Both. So if you're going to mend a broken leg, for instance, you might put it in a cast. And that's technical, and that's important. But also, you would bring your soul to the healing of that leg, both as the individual who has the broken leg and also as the persons who are helping the person who has the broken leg. 
So that diamond that's in the midst is like a little beacon that shows you what happens here on earth, how people are with one another, how twists of fate occur and happen, what the usefulness is of it, not just the deficit of it, and that you will proclaim this to others, that you will not leave them suffering in their suffering, leave them feeling they are so overwhelmed they can't turn left or right, that nobody sees them, nobody understands them. Holy Mother will come one way or another, but you'll have to be alert to the signs. You you have to be awakened to realizing that she shows up as animals, as nature. She shows up in words in other human beings, in books that fall off the shelf, in a book open to a certain page, that she shows up in an overheard conversation, that she shows up, and she shows up, and she shows up. And so you'll have to look for her, not as the picture that's painted of her, and certainly not only one picture that's been painted of her, but understand her as one who will come in any shape you can understand. Some of the most powerful passages, there were two places that I just uh, really highlighted, and, and one was where you were asking the question again, how many times must my heart break in a single lifetime? And you always receive the same answer, and it is a thousand times a thousand for anything worth having or safekeeping. And the the other statement in that same section of the book that I really loved was that the essence of Creator does not occur in silent and golden appearances, but more often in the midst of mud and dirt, in the storms and thunder of daily life. I would say yes. Yes, and the, this is Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Estes. The book is entitled Untie the Strong Woman. And the ancient prayer, the memorare, it is a cry for help, praise of our mother exemplar, and it is meant to break open the heart. Here it is for you. Remember, O gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, I fly to thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. We'll be right back with Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Estes, Untie the Strong Woman. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. 
As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll free at 1 866 472 5795. Again, 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. In Untie the Strong Woman, there are so many amazing stories in here, so many beautiful prayers, and just passages that will want you to sit with them and just stare at them and read them. Things such as, the Unruined Heart, where it speaks of the swords through the heart and the sword of surrender to withstand the time of learning, the sword of veils to pierce the hidden meanings of this time, the sword of healing to lance one's own agony and bitterness, the sword of new life to cut through, cut loose and plant anew, the sword of courage to speak up, row on and touch others, the sword of life force to draw from, lean on and purify, the sword of love often the heaviest to lift consistently, turns one away from war to instead fall into the arms of immaculate strength. And there's just so much here that is meant for the journey of the soul to really drink in and find strength in and be able to call out and ask for that Blessed Mother to come in and hold and embrace and be there. As she always is, we have to open ourselves to her. My guest is Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Estes author of Untie the Strong Woman, and best-selling author of Women Who Run with the Wolves that was published uh, 19 years ago, and it was an internationally bestseller selling over a million copies. She is an award-winning poet, a recognized international scholar, a Jungian psychoanalyst, and a cantadora, and she is now returning with this first major work in nearly two decades, which is absolutely stunning. Untie the Strong Woman, Blessed Mother's Immaculate Love for the Soul. You can uh, find out more about it at SoundsTrue.com, also at MavenProduction.com or ClarissaPinkolaEstes.com. We have just one segment left, Dr. Estes, and I, I literally could talk to you for uh, several months on all of my shows because I find you know so much of what you write so fascinating and 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 something that I love so much. But I'd like for people to um, I'd like to ask a personal question myself that I would like to know because you speak so much through story and through your culture and through your heritage and ancestry. Have we lost that? as a society, and if so, what is the treasure that we've really lost by giving it up? That's a good question. Let me give you an example by speaking about one of the words that's in the Memorare, which says, I stand before you sinful and sorrowful. The word sinful originally, uh, it's lost its story, let me put it that way. The word sinful, peccata, peccatorum, peccatorum, means uh, 
to have lost your connection with the source without source. Mm. It means to have lost the center, the great holy center. It does not mean that you are some bad, disgusting, horrible person because you didn't put the cookies away. <laughs> um, it, it's actually a spiritual uh, roadmark saying, stop, pay attention, go back to the source now. So it's important to understand that in that prayer. I was saying, I think maybe I got away from the source without source, the center, the holiness of things help me now. And, um, so when we lose a story, whether it's about a word or holy images or our own heritage, what, what that does to us is it impoverishes us. It, it allows, in a sense, the outer culture to define everything for us instead of us knowing what the definitions are that have been carried ancestrally for a long time. So what I tell people is that every person on the face of this earth belongs to one or more tribal groups that were so slaughtered that many of them no longer exist. That when you look around the world today and you say, well, I feel sorry for the so-and-sos and the so-and-sos, understand that you are probably speaking also about your own people mm. because of the huge, enormous ways of sick-minded humans toward other human beings on Earth. There have been wars and wars and wars and slaughters and invasions it appears since forever, on the ongoing, as you know. So also, because our culture here in the United States says step into the melting pot in order to be a true American. Well, first of all, just given that America, we're not Americans, actually, we're United Statesians. There happen to be two other major countries that share North America, <laughs> the Canadians and the Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> so putting that aside for a moment, what that meant was leave your ancestry behind. Leave it behind. And I, I understand a good reason for that, because if people get too nationalistic about where they come from, they can get in fights with each other and make more war toward each other. But to keep the holiness and the rituals and the stories and the songs and the music, the dances, the the birthing, you know, the, everything about having babies and the funerals and the weddings. and the, Yes, all of that can come back. And you know what? One of the most precious things that Anglo people from Europe have ever done for this country, the United States, but also many places in the world, is to create museums. Uh, museums are the places where you can go and trace your ancestry. You can often find the dances, the stories, the songs in the archives, in the anthropological reports, sometimes in wax records that were made of your people long ago. And if you belong to several or ten tribes, then all of those rightfully belong to you. And you can know the stories again, but you have to put the work to it. It takes work. It takes digging into the dusty stacks. It takes not just being online, because sometimes online is not accurate. and It's so much better if you can find people who belong to the Hibernian Club or to the German Club or, or to the Somalian Club or to the whatever club in a town or village or city that is in the United States and contact them and talk to the real people because they often know and that's why they have a club because they often know and they will be so thrilled to hear you ask because they are looking for the people who will carry the stories, the songs, the dances the crochet, the knitting patterns, the embroidery patterns that are sacred. 
into this time and into the next generation. So all can be taken back again in a different way than if it was handed to you down by your mother, father, grandparents, as it was in our families. But they understand that though it may seem um, better to have it in your own family, often if your family carries the old traditions, that means they're probably immigrants or refugees to America, and they also have tremendous pain. And so, in a way, if it wasn't handed down to you, then maybe the pain wasn't handed down to, which actually might be a good thing, so that you're free now to go study your own heritage and to bring it back as you wish. Thank you so much, Dr. Estes. I hate that this show is over because I could continue to speak with you. I want to thank you for being on 1111 Talk Radio again, and I look forward to talking to you thank again you as so well. I'd like to website. end this uh, this show with a prayer that is at the end of Untie the Strong Woman. And this one I want to read out loud because so many people oftentimes don't know how to pray and they don't know how to ask and they feel like it has to be done a certain way. And there is a prayer that you start to talk about where you are uh, going into Hail Mary full of grace and you speak about how your grandmother is speaking her prayer under her breath. And I would like to speak her prayer because this is a prayer from the heart and it's a prayer from the soul and it's the prayer of someone that just wants to have conversation. Hello, my holy sister. You are so filled with the light of God. I can hardly bear to look at you. Soften your light just a little so I can see you more clearly, dear one. You are pregnant with the Lord. Oh, the glory day of it all. You are filling my womb with holiness as we speak. Oh, my dearest sister, I'm so sorry you had to give birth with only the poor animals, your poor distraught husband with only the night sky to hold you. For what did Joe know? I know this feeling and I commiserate. If I had been there, I would have held your thighs for you, cut the cord of our beloved baby Jesus. Oh, my sins are many, my sister, but without your love, they would have been so many more. If not for you, for your advice, for your great love of women such as me. I have had many hours of death in this lifetime. Without you, my sister, my mother, my child, I would never have known that pain, joy, and strength are one. You gave birth to me over and over again. You are not the mother of all life. You are life itself. Thank you for my life, my child, my sister, my mother. Amen for now, says your old daughter, Katerine. Amen and a little woman. I am Simran Singh. This is 1111 Talk Radio. Until next week, be well. Thank you so much again, Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Estes. Thank you, Simran. Thank you so much. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Talk Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens.